Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One, well, two more rounds to go, two more podcasts to go. It's the second last time you'll hear JT and Lakey here on the SC Report. Lakey, how are you, mate? Doing good, mate. I'm doing real good. How are you going? Oh, not too bad. Out at Dolby again, mate. I've got um, a few beverages by my side. We're doing it a bit later today, but um, definitely the home straight. So how's um, how's Supercoach faring for you, champion? It's I've turned a corner. We were just talking you about have, I heard. a little bit. We've turned a, I've turned a corner. I've left my run really late um, to the point where I've – I said a couple of weeks ago, I just want to finish strong, and I'm, I'm suddenly doing that for whatever reason. I think, as you said, I might be overtaking a few ghost teams, but – I'll take it. I'll take the win. <laughs> the guys that aren't even looking at their side now, but have probably left Zach Lomax as captain after a few weeks, um, and he'll probably score a ton this week. You know that kind of um, exactly right. Last minute Bradbury sort of hurrahing. But um, are you in any head-to-head finals leagues or anything like that? Anything I'm to really keep your interest? Not. No, no. The uh, the only thing that's kept me interested to this point is our podcasts and articles and trying to help you guys do as as well as you can. So. Um, Hopefully, I'm doing that. It's not a. It's a bit of a uh, do as I say, not as I do type situation. Uh, that's what they pass the big bucks for, mate. Don't worry about that. Um, you know, every every decision we make is never going to work. But um, all the the booms and busts. I'm sure you've had a few more than I have on this podcast over the last couple of weeks. Have been going all right. So if you've listened to them, you might be doing okay. But that's what we'll go through this week. So I mean, really, like we're, everyone's running short of trades, but all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, we've just had an absolute um, bomb. A few of those drop on us. Teamless Tuesday, it's an absolute carnage. We'll go through all of that news. Uh, we'll go through, all, of course, all of our boom and bust candidates for each game of the week here. And then also just a, a little bit of a rundown on how some of the uh, Supercoach Talk leagues are going, the head-to-head competitions, 20-man leagues. We'll uh, run through a couple that are, are flying high up on the ladder there. Also, our Mad Monday plans, what you and I are planning to do here. Just threw that one in. And, uh, yeah, what our plans are for this week. So I guess firstly, mate, that's um that's that's sort of the topic there. I mean, our, your season's over. Uh, the Cowboys, for me, my season's over. Mad Monday in 2020. I don't know what they look like, but uh, anything on the horizon for you once we put the microphone down? Well, if we're going to follow suit to the rest of the NRL, Mad Mondays have been cancelled this year. Um, but for me, no, I'm straight into NFL season, so I'll keep my fantasy bug scratched. Um, other than that, I think we need to get together and have a few bevies and celebrate another big year. Well, firstly, Mad Mondays are not cancelled. They're just throwing the press off the trail. Poor Buzz Rothfield put that uh, 20,000 metre long uh, zoom lens camera away. Buddy, you won't need to uh, yeah, look at what the Bulldogs are doing this year. Surely that's just code for uh, it's happening in a private establishment somewhere. 
uh, out of prying eyes. So, well, NRL, we speak about it. What a year they're having. That is just, that's absolutely cerebral play there from them. High IQ play. Surely that's that's the go, right? You'd have to think so. But it's got to the point of the last couple of years where they're just like, boys, we need to keep it under wraps, go to a private function and keep it keep it quiet. And the boys get a, a few, uh, a bit of Dutch courage and go out and do some stupid stuff anyway. Uh, that's the AFL's domain this year, mate, NRL, nothing but up. Uh, but, yeah, secondly, I think uh, I might have discovered a little uh, gateway for us here, mate. I've just stopped in at the Dolby uh, Liquorland just across the road from my five-star establishment, and I found a, a little bottle of uh, Little Fat Lamb uh, oh. Fantasy with natural guarana, 8% alcohol, 8%, <laughs> oh, 8 standard drinks, and $8, all the eights. Uh, oh, in tonight, my language. I absolutely mate so we're on a budget this year so uh yeah might uh, see if Wenon can shout us a few of those for our mad monday celebrations but um two rounds still to go of course and teamless tuesday dropped some absolute bombs thankfully you're not doing teamless analysis uh this week it's Wenon who's finally back over the keyboard there but um what struck you what's what's news today Oh, a couple of sneaky inclusions on some extended benches that um, mm. are sure to draw some interest. That's the first thing I noticed. Um, and the big ones, obviously, you know, fullbacks in, fullbacks out. So uh, it's just no rest for the wicked. How many trades you got left? Uh, I'm down to two. I think. Yep. Yeah, so I'll probably be using the last two of them this week. Yeah, that's it too as well. So actually, sorry, three. Oh, jeez, oh, yeehaw. Yeah, you're rolling bank. Rich. So yeah, the play I'm looking at, obviously with that fullback merry-go-round that we've got going on, I've got ter- uh, Teddy and Zach Lomax there at the moment, uh, looking to go move them along for, for Tabonga. Turbo and Ponga pending, hopefully okay. Turbo making his way back in. But who'd have thought we'd be trading James Tedesco out in uh, yeah two rounds to go? What's what's doing there? So I know they did this a couple of years ago with the resting and all that. But um, in, a, in a shortened season, the Roosters, as professional as they are, do you think they really do need to rest him? No, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just getting getting the body right before the, you know, run at the finals it's hard to say they did have a really tough game last week against my boys where they put 42 on us so maybe he's just tired from running circles yeah well, that's it <laughs> he had a um a day in the park there but it didn't quite lend itself to uh super coach scoring a fair bit of um umbrage was taken with some of the, the try assists that weren't and were given so classic super coach it always happens um a lot of head-to-head cash comps <laughs> I think the SC Talk uh, Hotmail account even got some um, interestingly worded emails over the weekend. So well, you not feel. even us. We, we, we weren't out of the firing line. No, that's right. We, we cop it from all angles. But <laughs> what I say, I know we're all about classic here, but you've got to feel for those draft players who have ridden Teddy to the what prelim final this week and he's dropped out. Um, so that's pretty much their season's done as well. Oh, that's it, mate. It is all a uh, serious caper after all. It's not just a game. There's plenty on the line. Uh, spare a thought, though, if I can talk briefly about draft. Had a uh, draft competition going and uh, made of mine decided to captain Josh Maguire last week. must win head-to-head matchup against a guy who had Tedesco, so it was sort of uh, balanced out. But if only uh, Jay Maguire didn't drop the uh, F. MC to the referee, uh, thin skin Grant Atkins. He might have uh, overrun that five point deficit he ended up losing by. So, um, Super Coach is a cruel game at times, and you can't rely on, on blokes like Josh McGuire to get through a game uh, without seeing 10 minutes on the sideline. So, you live and learn from that one. 
Yeah, that's brutal. I say he got, he deserved to get marched, I reckon, for that one. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't read about it. Cowboys 4-0 up somehow against the might of the storm and we give away a, a penalty in possession and end up going and, and you know getting two tries put on us. But that's that's the te- Cowboys season for 2020 summed up in an absolute nutshell. Anyway, mate, let's uh, let's move on to some of the actual NRL and Supercoach news from round 19. Um so before we do, I'm always jumping all over the place and saving it for the second. I haven't even learned the caper. It's been yes, so long. I'm still getting lambs, there. No, oh, it is the little fat lambs. I've had one sip and it's gone straight to the head. Before we do, before we go in the, uh, the round the grounds, let's talk a little bit about some of the competitions that we mentioned. So the SC Talk 20-man leagues are very hotly contested. All the, the punters from the site who know their stuff all join up in these leagues pre-season and they are absolutely flying. So we're obviously 20-man leagues, so a lot um, lot more uh, or less margin for error. But uh, SC Talk Thurston, second in 20-man leagues overall. Shout out, I am in that one. Oh, uh, cool obviously, That's why you bring you. it up. There you go. Oh, for sure. That makes sense. I've been writing. <laughs> I, think I don't know who we've got to run down, but surely, boys, that's lift in the back end. SC Talk Dragons, one. They are fourth. Uh, SC Talk Australia, fifth in 20-man leagues. SC Talk CNK, he hasn't had a great year, but you guys have, seventh in 20-man leagues. And finally, mate, you you are in this. This is a small win for you here, mate. The young legends, all the guys from the site, some of the Daily Telly guys, um, 10th in 20-man leagues, one place behind the Sack Mary Cup oh, league, cool. who've probably already won their grand final by now anyway. They have, so, they've been they, celebrating they, for weeks. <laughs> exactly. Their season's done. They're not even following the game anymore. So surely we're going to go at least to ninth. But, uh, yeah, SC Talk Thurston, hopefully, will take out uh, number one spot for 20-man leagues. And finally, the tipping competition that we've got going, ESPN uh, footy tips. Mm, having a look here first. There's a, this has obviously gone right through to the end of the season, grand final inclusive. First, currently, is Big Kev Buckley. Good on you, Kev, if you're listening out there. Uh, keep those jokers running. Second is Big Mitch. And third, geez, I had to put this one in, Joe Fitz. Uh, I haven't heard a lot from him this year, but uh, his dogs aren't going well. His super coach isn't going that flash either, but he's third in tipping. So, well, To be fair, small... his dogs are loving the season. They're getting more walks out of it than they've ever seen in their life. <laughs> I don't know. They've been okay. <laughs> they just need one more bloody game, and the Bronx are Spooners. That's uh, that's yeah, the end goal for them. But two rounds to go. Let's pray. Everyone pray. Love it, mate. We have talked so much crap. No super coach at all. Let's take a quick break and then come in. We're going to be serious, professional as always, as we launch into the booms and busts for eight games for round nineteen. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Alrighty, like I've just taken a massive swig of this uh, you know, little fat lamb. It's gone right to the head. There's going to be some cracking analysis here, professional as always. Let's launch into them. Hey, games for the round starts on Thursday. Rabbitohs and the Dogs, Thursday, 7.50. A um, little bit of movement here. So Dane Gagai copped a one-match ban for striking, so I didn't actually see a punch thrown from him. It was more Luke Brooks, but uh, he sits out nonetheless. Jackson with an X, love the exotic name there. Jackson Paulo returns onto the wing. Harme Sele replaces Pat. Patrick Mago on the bench. So not a lot um, doing there for the Bunnies. They're hitting their straps right at the back end of the year when you when you really want them to. For the Dogs, uh, again, just a, a couple of weird changes here, not super coach relevant, but uh, Matt Dory, rookie uh, forward there. A couple of people picked him up a few weeks ago. Bit of an AE nightmare he turned into, but uh, unfortunately he's out with a torn PCL. His season's done. Uh, Nick Meany, he's, he's been dropped. DWZ shifts to the wing, and Tim Lafayette, all players, added to the centres. Luke Thompson back into the front row, ran off to Monga, benched. Christmas starts at locks. Siona Katoa. Katoa joins the interchange and Dean Britt drops out. So again, the Bulldogs just basically, uh, I don't know, run a little roulette wheel on their, their TLT announcement every single week. And there we go again, nothing much doing. Anything strike you? Obviously the Dogs, their, their year's over. They do um, they do like to scrap out a few games or so. Do you reckon that... The bunnies could run into a bit of trouble here. Is this a danger game at all? And it, is it a risk for some of the super coach players in their side? I don't think so. I, well, I'd like to hope not. Um, the bunnies are still fighting for their spot in the top eight. They've got guaranteed a finals position, but where they actually end up is still up for grabs. They could end up fifth, sixth, or seventh still. Um, so that's the difference between hosting a final or, you know, heading to possibly Newcastle or something like that where it might be a little bit more difficult. So they'd still want to put up a, a decent performance here. Have you liked what you've been seeing out of Damien Cook and are you an owner? I am an owner. Um, I jumped from Harry Grant to him when the injury went on and he's not been great, but he's. I think the main problem is we expect so much from him. Um, he's been, you know, for so many years, two, three years now, he's been averaging 70s to 80s and now he's getting high 60s and we're going, oh, he's no good anymore. Um, so I, he's been serviceable without being outstanding, I guess. Yeah, look at his last week, 84, and the only um, try assist was, a well, a try contribution, four points. So the rest of it, 54 tackles. Um, looks just about by far his most for the year, or not by far, but it is his most for the year. So he's doing a heavy, heavy amount of work in the middle there. A um, couple of busts, a force dropout, uh, that kind of thing. So he, he's been running it a little bit more. I haven't um, owned him at all this year, but, uh, yeah, definitely – in terms of his running stats, they've been a bit down, but looking like they are turning the corner a little bit. So I'd like to imagine some of these these bulldogs forwards there. This could be a game that he uh, yeah has a bit of a bit of a night out on. So um, I'd, I'd look forward. I don't know if he's a potential VC candidate if you're, you're that excited for him, but um, I, I think uh, so. Like any time that Cook plays, he can he he's already knocked out a couple of 100 scores. He had a 140 earlier this year so he can do it still um anytime he plays he's that chance and there's worse options to throw it on anyone from the opposing team would be a worse option to throw it on (laughs) 
fair call. I love that he's at an average of 71 so far this year. and We're calling it like he's basically fallen that far out of the um, out of relevance, but um, really hasn't. I think it's just, as you said, high expectations for him. Yeah, exactly. And then you've got someone by the name of Cam Smith who's still getting it done and been the best hooker all year. So, you know, they've sort of gone hand in hand over the last couple of seasons and Smith's just run him out of the ground and, you know, Cook's suffered in the Supercoach world because of it. Certainly have. Uh, one guy that I've been keeping an eye on, but he hasn't, like Cook, he hasn't really um, you know, set the world alight so far this season, but Cam Murray. Um, definitely fallen a little bit off the radar so far this season, just not um, the, you know, the massive games he's, he'd normally have. He's had one tunnel season. Outside of that, shifted between second row and lock. But um, yeah, second row, there's a... A couple of guys coming back this week. Obviously, Lolo, he's there. Um, it's tough to squeeze Murray in. But if you're an owner, you'd look to this game and think, surely he's going to he's going to turn the corner a little bit here running against these dogs. You'd like to hope so. But for the most part, it's been that uh, right side that's done all the damage against the dogs. You know, wingers and centers and the right second rower over there. So Murray playing in the middle, it, it almost hurts him against this team, mm. unfortunately. But, you know, that's not to say he won't be good. He's due a good game. He's sort of been getting through the work. He's just not translating to scores for whatever reason. And I think it's he's suffered. He's been one of the main guys. Him and Cook have really suffered by the lack of um, go forward from the, the Bunnies this year. Hmm. I think if there's any um, sort of area that we point to, it might just be that, the fact that they've lost a lot of key forwards over the last couple of years and, and now that's sort of catching up with them. Even the speed of the ruck that's improved this season hasn't quite led to extra points. Uh, boom and bust for this one, Lakey. Who have you got? Well, speaking of our man Cam Murray, I've gone with him as a bust again. Um, Bulldogs have been allowing some decent scores to locks lately, but they kept Jakey T to something like 57 last week, I think it was off top of heads. So, um, you know, he's one of the – he's been in sublime form as well. So they've kept him quiet. They'll keep uh, Cam Murray quiet, I think. Who's your bust? Oh, I've just gone Will Hopawati. So um, every week, just about on this podcast, I've talked him up. He's been a gun at fullback in previous years. The dogs always time their run after the season's over in the back end of the back end of the year. Uh, season's already in the toilet. They tend to turn the corner a little bit. But um, no, just for whatever reason, he's been hitting 30s over the last three or so weeks. So uh, with, with no faith at all in him, thankfully never jumped on board. Um, as you said at the start of the pod, do as I say, not as I do. Uh, yep, that definitely helped me this year. So, yeah, not owning Will Hopawati has been a good one. So I reckon he might just continue a, a poor stretch of form in this game here. But the uh, the boom that I've got down, and apologies if you already had this, but um, I did steal it from someone on the site, Poolman. Uh, fantastic shout-out here, buddy. Campbell Graham, 3% owned, second-highest five-round average of all centre wings in the competition of 87. Uh, courtesy of eight tries in five games, and that's led to him being 600K. But if we're talking about buying centre wings in sides that are going gangbusters at the back end of the year, particularly against sides that aren't um, the strongest in their season might already be done, a guy like Campbell Graham has been uh, ticking all the right boxes there. Obviously, a heavy a uh, lot of attacking stats there. But surely a bank on him going big against the dogs here. Might be a slippery old game of it, but I reckon he'll sneak through for another one and keep the ball rolling. So definitely a pod play at this stage of the year. Pool man, well done. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. He's gone about it 
I guess you don't pay much attention to Campbell Graham, so I haven't noticed that either. No, not yeah, at all. He's been been flying, scored a ninety plus last week. Um, every chance to do that against the Dogs, but um, what you got to look at is that Grand Final weekend. He plays the Roosters round twenty, so that's a it's a tough matchup, you know, unless they rest everybody. Well, that's it. I don't think they'll be resting Teddy for that one. But at the end of the day, it could be a one-week play. Who knows? Yeah, exactly right. Uh, my boom, I've gone with Adam Reynolds, as I spoke about before, those right-side attacking players um, just putting scores up against the dogs. So I'll back Reynolds to get a few try assists, and then he's potting plenty of goals to bump his score up. Yeah, I love it, mate. Don't mind that at all. Cows and Panthers, Friday at 6 p.m. G Storm and then Panthers. It's been a tough little stretch here. But thankfully for the boys, we've got Jason Tamalolo, who is a chance of returning. So named in that 18th jersey. But uh, we all know that that means he's a dead set certainty to start, particularly now that uh, Josh Maguire has been suspended, as we said. John Asiata also gone. So a lot of grunt lost in that go forward through the middle there. So you'd imagine Lolo is odds on to play. Murray Talangi replaces Juzzy O at centre. Corey Jensen joins the starting pack. Emery Pere and Ben Condon added to the interchange. So tough assignment for the boys, but we'll see. And for Penrith, uh, Appy Coruscant, head knock again. But the poor bloke, he is out of the side, along with Jimmy Tamo and Zane Tedavano. So losing a bit of grunt up the middle there. Mitch Kenny and Leota into the starting side. Kurt Capewell and Hetherington joining the bench. Uh, so interestingly enough, Hetherington, sorry, Kurt Capewell, uh, when he came in last week or last two weeks ago, I think it was against the Broncos, he spelled uh, Billy Army Kickout. So could look at some reduced minutes for Kikau this week with Capewell back on the bench. Interesting to see what happens there. Um, how are we going to win this one, buddy? Uh, convincingly. Is that what you want to hear? Yes. Yes. That is what you I want to hear. As I said at the start, I see a couple of boys on the extended reserves. Lolo was the one that jumped out at me. So him coming in is obviously a huge in for you boys. He'll, but he'll, he's got a lot of work to do to get you guys over the line for this one. Uh, but, you know, two rounds to go, your season's dead, you're starting to get your best side back on the park. That must feel good for you. <laughs> we had um, – I remember this uh, corresponding game last year, Lolo, against Penrith in a Friday 6 p.m. game. He actually scored a try. We were not meant to win this one either. Penrith obviously not in the same vein of form they are this year. But, um, yeah, Lolo was up for it, uh, broke through. So he's every chance of doing it again. I remember as well, came back against the Titans, was jersey number 18 last year, scored a try in that one there. Different kettle of fish here, obviously, but um, these comeback games seem to, to work for him. You heard it here. And now that no Maguire. Lolo's going to score a try this week. Back him for any time try scorer. Great shout. Love it, mate. That's our Movember bet for the week. Forgotten about him, but uh, we'll be back. But yeah, no Maguire, no Asiata. Obviously, it's just going to all fall on Lolo's shoulders if he gets in. Thankfully, it's a Friday 6 p.m. game. Um, unfortunately, like set, second row, you're not too... Um, I don't know, scrounging around for options this week. It's more the front row with Payne Haas gone there and, and Takiyaho, who we'll get to, who are gone. So if you can find a way to get Lolo in, I'd absolutely love the shout. But, uh, yeah, obviously wait until Friday at 5 p.m. Uh, boom and bust, mate. Um, I've gone with Lolo as the boom. And as I said, you've convinced me he's going to score a try. He's going to be the boom. <laughs> love it. Um, and for my bust, I've... It's going to be Eason Masters. He played a cracking game last week against the um, the Storm, but he's been rubbish all year. I think he regresses. 
How dare you call out Gun Centre Isan Masters, who just carved up the storm, no New Zealand less. International Isan Masters. Thank you. That's it, yeah. Yeah. Not even goal kick again, just to wind the clock back to when he was relevant. But uh, no fair shout. Uh, my boom for this week, Liam Martin. So I've called him out a couple of weeks ago. Has the buy the buy the round. He absolutely flopped against the Broncos. So uh, last week sat him on the pine and he went to all um, whatever that Kazali guy is for the AFL and scored a try. An absolute <laughs> screamer. Uh, to put the ball down. So, no, against the boys, it might just be, you know, if he goes large, then then great for my super coach. If he doesn't, then it might mean we're in for a shout. So, uh, yeah, Liam Martin, he's my boom for the week. I see him going pretty large against us and should play 80 again. And the bust for this week, Isaiah Yo. So, obviously, last week, uh, not, not a great return for him. Had about a, an hour on the park in his return from a head knock, just easing him back in. Penrith had all the ball in that game there. Uh, not a lot of sort of defensive work that he'd normally get through. So I suspect if the Panthers get on a roll here, it could be much the same story. So Isaiah Yo, tread carefully with him if you do own him. Um, I assume, did you trade Isaiah Yo out? Yes, yes. Mm. I say I don't have him anymore, so it's... I, you know, I'll back it. Yeah, I'd go the high floor, high uh, ceiling, I should say, this week. Yep. Eels and Broncos, mate, talk me through the changes. Uh, it's been a few of them. The big one here is obviously Payne Haas is out. Um, he's had to leave the bubble for family reasons. So he's a big loss for the Broncos. And it's hard to see if he's broken the bubble and he's got to go through quarantine and stuff. I, I don't know that he gets back in, so I don't, I don't think Ooh, I think holding. I read, hang on, let me get the guru, NRL physio, who incidentally is dragging down our Young Legends League by being 28,000th, <laughs> um, doesn't automatically rule Haas out for the final round. Players have left the bubble in recent times and return the following week, e.g. Leilua, e.g. Cordner. So, um, yeah, you just never know. Hopefully, whatever it is uh, plays itself out and, and pain can come back. For the grand final loss against the Cowboys. In to be fair to Leilua, he pretty much just quarantines and social distances when he's on the field anyway, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, not quick enough to do the <laughs> anyway. <laughs> My, sorry, I'll give you some heads up next time. Um the rest of it, read Mahoney, Marnie, is it? Mahoney, Marnie. Wow, Mahoney. you struggle on that one. And we got oh. guys like Tino Fa'asu Malawi in this competition. Yeah, that's Lift right. your game, champion. This is a professional player. I haven't even got onto the Little Fat Lambs either. Read Marnie, he's back in from his shoulder injury. Uh, Ray Stone drops out. Will Smith keeps a spot on the bench. And outside of Payne Haas, Reese Kennedy's got suspended again. Sean O'Sullivan was set to be dropped with Brodikoff named, but uh, took a hit at training, so he's out. Tyson Gamble comes into the halves to replace Sully. Um, T.O. and Offer um, starting front row with Hopple, Hardy and Bulma on the bench. So it's a little bit of a ragtag baby Broncos bunch for for the, the matchup this week. I, Mate, the Eels are going to do a number on them? You'd think, surely. The fact that the Eels have been in the press so much over the last couple of weeks, having fallen off the radar, James Hooper's come out and basically written them off, all of that sort of stuff. Uh, you're coming up against a side that's basically given up. It's Bank West, the se- the scene of 59 nil last and season. May we also mention the last time they played this year, 34 to 6. Well, 
Oh, that's, yeah. So again, another stellar chapter in the Broncos' history. But you'd imagine if the Eels are absolutely any chop so far uh, to see the year out, you have to think they put a number on the Broncos here. Is it like the Broncos have been okay the last couple of weeks? Um, didn't get disgraced by the Titans, who'd have thought? And um, were okay against Penrith the week before. So, I mean, they're not the opposition they probably were a month ago. But um, given some of those outs, you just can't see them turning up with any sort of formation or, or I don't know. I, I just see if the Eels are going to do anything this year, they've got to blow them out here. It's got to be 40-plus. Oh, it, it's a... It screams a confidence game to me for the Eels. Um, I've had a couple of down weeks and this is the week to get them back with the juices flowing and a bit of confidence, a bit of wind on the sails. So, But as you said, the Broncos have been putting up a fight the last couple of weeks. Let's say two weeks. It was 58 to 12 against the Roosters only three weeks ago. But, yeah, they've been playing a bit better. But they've not been the same side since Milford went out. Mm. Yeah. Even I'm um, actually looking as... <laughs> Well, I missed okay. that. I nearly moved on. <laughs> wow, these little fat lambs are getting to me. Um, no, fair shout. He was the heart and soul of that uh, defensive unit. But it's actually looking. I'm just looking at the ever reliable iPhone app for weather, and it's a bit of bit of rain around in Sydney on on Friday. So hopefully, Sydney can just do its job. Give us a dry track. You might see an eels. Um, yeah, absolute carnage here. Boom and bust. Uh, I've gone with Sivo to bounce back. I know he's been rubbish like the last month, but I thought up against this Broncos with a few outs, Sivo should have a bounce back game. And he's still running a lot. Like, that's the thing. If you look at his stats, it's not through lack of trying. Like, sometimes a guy like Adokar does nothing, well, but Sivo actually fair, takes it up. It is lack of trying. He's just not getting across the strike for a try. So, you know, that's where his bread and butter is, those line breaks and associated tries. And he's just, for whatever reason, they've dried up. Um, he scored one two weeks ago or something and scored a 50-point game. But, yeah, he's trying. He's just been shut down. Mm. Yeah, no, Fekul, I really like that that shout there. I see the same sort of being similar to the, the Cowboys one from a few months ago where he toweled up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my, my boom in a similar vein, who's been a little bit quiet over the last couple of weeks, Ryan Madison. So, again, the Broncos aren't typically de- defensively sound on his edge. A couple of rookie halves there as well. So I see him getting across the stripe for one here. He hasn't hit a lot of tons, despite um, how good he's gone so far. Um, I see him, this is his ton game. Got a 99 against these guys earlier in the year. So I reckon Maddo's due a good good one here. Just the one offload in his last three games, uh, six busts. So he's definitely been down, down in form. Confidence game, as you said. So Maddo, I might even captain him this week. I'm that confident. Big call. Hmm. Bust? Um, Dave Fafita. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, he's he's been good um, since yep. he came back. The last couple of weeks he's dropped off a little bit, but... Um, he just he can't carry this side by himself. I know Carrigan's there and he's been doing what he can to drag him around the park, but for Fida, he's got he relies on attacking stat to get a big game and I just don't see it coming. He's looked close. It's not like he's been um far away or anything like that. Obviously lost the ball over the line last week against the Titans, but you reckon has one eye on the door? Uh potentially. I mean he he tried his ass off last week against his future employers, but Mate, it's just look at these halves. He's got Tyson Gamble and Tom Dearden. Dearden's a talent, but they're very young, very inexperienced halves. Um, so they're going to be trying to get him the ball in 
in the right spot at the right time against a very solid defensive um, side. So it's just it's just screams a down week for me. Brave call, but as a non-owner, I'll back it. Uh, for mine, my bust is Tyson Gamble. So had this guy pegged as an AE nightmare potential candidate for um, yeah quite a few weeks now. And unfortunately, if you've jumped on him, you, you might be stung here by a down game if you look into loop or anything like that. But um, I think for about 10K more, he could have had Brock Lamb, who's off picking mangoes at um, somewhere out out outback in in new south wales so well well away from this eel side so yeah tyson gamble unfortunately if you've got him as enough in your side he's uh yeah gonna be a bit of a nightmare this week so well he's gonna be a bust in everybody's team who owns him it's basically rules out any vc loop for you so sorry guys that's a struggle Oh, you never know. It could be their night. Uh, sea Eagles versus the Titans. Day game here, 3 p.m. at Lottoland or Brookie. Possible return of Turbo. So, obviously, huge news here. We, we heard he was um, almost good to go last week, but now he looks uh, pretty much set to get out there. What a What a story that would be. The rest of the news for them, Kate Cust is out with an ankle injury, Lockie Croker back at 5'8". Danny Levi, big recruit, starting at Hooker and Morgan Boyle joining the bench. Obviously, Turbo there in jersey number 18. Adam Fanua Blake, he hobbled off last week with a knee injury, but uh, he's been named, so keep an eye on there if you've uh, got him still in your side. For the Titans, Kevin Proctor returns in the back row. Another one was Ockenball last week. It's Proctor this time. Uh, Firma is out with a hamstring injury, so thankfully uh, removes him from any AE nightmare candidacy. Tanner Boyd replaces Aaron Clark on the bench. Boyd's been pretty good so far this year. So with both sides pretty much out, well, they are out for the year. You could see some absolute fireworks here. Defense is uh, definitely at a premium. So, geez, this has all the hallmarks for a massive Tommy Turbo return game. Are you backing him in? Oh, I don't. I'd love to see him out there. There's nobody I enjoy watching more um, than Tom Turbo run around the park and but why risk him? He's obviously got some dodgy pegs and there's two weeks to go and you're not making finals. Why bring him? Origin? That's uh, probably his call, right? Yeah, I guess. That, that's a prob- that's something I hadn't thought of. But, yeah, that'd be the only reason. Get a bit of run into him before that comes on. But, yeah, yeah all right. You've swayed me. He'll be back in. Oh, my expert analysis. I would have loved to have had the time to go back and had a look over all the games, and there's been unfortunately quite a few of them where Turbo has returned from a hamstring injury. Uh, But unfortunately, I didn't do that. But what I remember is that he usually doesn't take much long to uh, to fire up and, and hit the ground running. We know he's an absolute talent. Against the Titans this year, it's obviously not the same Titans of old. They've been quite good. But a day game at Brookie, it's his favorite part of the country it's his favorite time of the day um i don't know i'm backing him in 100 percent boom straight back into the side for teddy so i don't know i reckon uh, all or nothing with two rounds to go i reckon uh, he's going to be someone that everyone who doesn't own is not going to want to watch this game because it yeah. could be yeah carnage i can see it happening and as i say i i like it um, I don't. I won't be bringing him in, but I do. I back you on that one. I've just gone back to last year as you were chatting. So he missed the opening two games of the year, returned in round three for a 152-point game, um, pinged his hammy halfway through round four on 58, uh, then returned. He was round, flying. He was flying, 58 points and just over a half of footy. 
Then he scored 62 in round 13 when he returned uh, and then a 167 the week after that. So, yeah, you could be on to something. He could be in for a massive game. Absolutely love your work. And then also playing the Warriors the week after this. So, again, a side that um, has performed pretty admirably so far this year, but the year is now officially out So for, for the Warriors as well. So could be um, could be a, a great couple of matchups for him here. Fingers crossed bringing him in. He's currently, what, 715K, but thankfully with Teddy out, most people uh, or everyone can make that trade if they need to. So back him in. I'll be following him. We'll see where he goes. So he's my boom. What about yours, mate? I've gone big brother Jakey. He always seems to play better with Turbo, uh, young Turbo in the side. So a couple of offloads, a couple of line breaks and get him over the line. No, I don't mind that. And you bust? Jai Arrow. Um, he's still putting in the work. He set up a try last week, but coming off the bench, it's just not producing what we expect from Jai Arrow. So, um, he, he won't get the attacking stat and he'll have a dub 40-point game. Yeah, fair call. I just want to see that hair gone. But um, anyway, it's all for a good cause. It's half yeah, jeez. Good on him for wearing that for, for so long, mate. That's all he's going to be known for for a while. Mate, my, my bust in this game, a little controversial, but I'm sick of DC fanboys everywhere crowing about him. But, um, yeah, Cherry Evans, I reckon he might just regress a little. All eyes on Turbo if he does. This is all obviously pending whether Turbo gets on the park or not, but hopefully uh, you do the right thing, Desi, and, and get him out there. But, yeah, Tur- uh, DCE just to, to quieten down a little bit. I know he's still got the goal kicking with Ruben Garrick there, but um, Turbo just makes a point of difference to their attack. Um, brings the fullback sweeping play, which I guess up until last week with Teddy seemed to be scoring absolute uh, bananas so far this year. But um, yeah, I can just see DC taking a little bit of a backward step here. Uh, he's been yeah. going quite well. So I reckon it might be down week. Yeah, you're, you're right about Turbo with his um, creative spark. He, he loves that sweeping play and hitting the left winger on a big cutout ball. Uh, it could just mean DC is not all over the park as much as he has been the last couple of weeks. It, allow him to stay on his side of the field a bit more and focus over there. So, yeah. Storm and the Tigers, mate. This is a uh, interesting game for, well, I guess, there's a couple of potential plays. Like you've got Harry Grant there. You've got Josh Adokar who who might end up there next year. So it's all um all a bit spicy without uh, much to play for for the Tigers. For the Storm, Ryan Pappenhausen, he's still sideline. That's a bit of a killer if you got him and Teddy this week. Uh, he's still got that Achilles injury, so obviously just making sure he's fine for the run into the finals. Uh, Christian Welch returns at prop from his suspension. Tino F is back to the bench, and Darren Schoenig, uh, great mullet, is out of the 17. Obviously, last week it was the Cameron show. They'll need to do it again here, but uh, both of them seem on the money. For the Tigers, Joey Leilua, he returns, bumping Tommy Tolaire, who was pretty good last week despite the loss. Uh, he bumps out of the side. Josh Reynolds finds his way back into the side as well. Luke Brooks uh, suspended for finally bringing back the Biff, best thing he's done in years. Sam McIntyre promoted to the starting pack and uh, Luke Garner to the bench. Jacob Little has been dropped, which means possibly 80 minutes for Harry Grant in this game up against the uh, former and future club, you would suspect. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Musgrove and Packer onto the interchange. Not much chop there. Uh, what do you see in this game here, mate? More of the same for the Storm. Uh, a couple of big uh, captaincy candidates. Yeah, exactly right. I really like um, Munster again this week. I captained him last week and that paid dividends. Smith was huge. Those guys should be 
up for it again. It's just, it's a nothing game. The Storm have just got to get through unscathed. The Tigers have nothing to play for. The 80-minute game for Harry Grant, is that just showing the Storm what they'll be getting back next year? What's the... Is it their last-ditch play to get him to uh, sway his mind if CS9 decides to play on? I have no idea, the contractual, blah, 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 but um, you just never know. Could this be, uh, if you prove yourself here, maybe you, uh, yeah, maybe you, you stay another year. And maybe they're just going to try and play him into the minds of the Storm again so they can steal young Brendan Smith on the reverse. Um, yeah, there was talk during the week too of Josh Adokar's obviously being chased pretty hard by the Tigers and there was a bit of rumours going around of a Adokar-Nofo swap, but that's been poo-pooed by Maguire. So it's just a bit of a – it'll be a bit of a fun offensive slaughter, I think. Interesting, Adokar owned him, uh, had him for a big game last week against the Cows. He broke through and busted about 10 tackles on his way to the line. Ended up with about 42, which is a bit underwhelming. But um, I don't know, he's a, he's a confidence player. Do you reckon I have any, uh, well, I should have any hesitation in playing him this week? I wouldn't. Um, he plays on the left and he'll be coming up against Leilua and Nofo, who aren't exactly defensive juggernauts, so... He could jag a couple too. There you go. All about the matchups. This game, we talked about it being spicy. Nofo versus Addo Car. Can't wait for that one. Boom and bust. Yeah, that's a good question. Who did I have down? I've got Boom as Cam Munster. Um, he got really lucky last week. Did you see his try where he just hurdled old mate? Yes. <laughs> oh, of course you did. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was... Um, he seemed to get off the mark a bit quieter, but you just can't keep him out of the game. He wants to be involved and he always produces something. So I've got him carrying that over, dragging his team around. And um, I think Nofo will be kept quiet. The Storm are really good defensive side. So I think they'll, they'll just limit him to what he can mm. do, a, a 50 game. Yeah, back to Defer Champion. They let SN Masters score one of the easiest tries you'll ever see last week. Let Val score, let Kyle Felt score. Even let Hamizo score, who ended up getting 26 or something somehow. But anyway, no, I see uh, Nofo against that um, Adokar. That would have stung him a little bit, seeing that thrown around, like we'll swap you out for this untested fullback. So I don't know. I can see Nofo coming in for plenty of work here. That matchup is going to be pretty uh, pretty good to watch there. So I reckon Nofo will sneak a try. Uh, Kyle felt like as well they might kick to him. Uh, Adokar didn't defend too well out there under the high ball. So I reckon, uh, yeah, you shouldn't have any, um, yeah, any issues playing Nofo this week. I don't think he'll uh, ton up or anything like that. But I, I don't know. I reckon he might sneak over for a try. He always seems to find it this year. So Storm aren't probably as, as uh, well, leak-proof as they might be, given 20 up to the boys. Yeah, well, that's fair. They just turned it off after half time. They'd already won it, hadn't they? Uh, we, I was actually hopeful for, you know, like 10 seconds. But um, I don't know. I thought uh, if we could pile on a few, we might be good. But then again, it's the storm and it could have just sparked them into uh, nothing but sand dunes and and whatever, the, the sandbags, whatever they want to call it, for uh, defensive training during the week. So it might have pissed Bellamy off. So who knows? Maybe they could act- actually turn up here against Nofo. But based on what I saw last week, I'd have uh, – I reckon Nofo's in for a big 80-plus game here. 
And for the bust, I reckon CS9, um, you know, 60-odd I reckon he might get this week. I know he had a lot of, uh, he passed a couple of balls, short balls at the line and got some try assists there. But I reckon the, the Storm might just throw it around a bit more this week, try to spread it wide and break him through there. So I don't see CS9 getting those assists. And on, on that basis, he might um, might only get 60 or so. Even if he gets a rest as well, he's probably due one. So, yeah, I see CS9 just being a bit quiet. So I wouldn't captain him in. Is that controversial? I don't think so. Before last week, he had just knocked out a couple of 60s and 50s or something like that. So it's not out of his wheelhouse at the moment. Hmm. That's what I want to hear. So based on Lakey's advice so far this year, he's gone 120 plus. Uh, Roosters <laughs> and Sharks. Only if I captain him. Yeah, there you go. Roosters and Sharks, mate. They 7.30 game here at the SCG. A couple of top eight sides here. Uh, for the Chooks, obviously, Teddy is gone pushing Manu, who's been a revelation at fullback when he's played there uh, to the number one jersey. Mitch Orbison into the centres. JWH is back, starts up front with Lindsay Collins. Interesting move here. Freddie Lussick into the uh, interchange. Tupanua into the starting side with Angus Crichton moving back to the bench. So does that make our minds up quite easily? No, Angus? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it. Is it Ducks and Drake? So they're going to bring him off the bench before the start of the game. Is it, He played off the bench two weeks ago and he had a crazy PPM of something like 1.2, 1.3 or something mm. like that and just absolutely killed it. But. Yeah, it's a it's a strange move. Tupanu is, I think, earned that spot too. He's been so good uh, filling in for Crichton over the last couple of months. So maybe just rewarding the guy for the work he's been doing. No, I agree, but I just don't think you can um, put much faith in a guy coming in off the bench anyway, not at this stage of the season. So, I mean, thankfully, he might even, you know, if you bought him last week for whatever reason, just to show a bit of faith, I reckon he'd still... That, um, mean, that mean you've ruled out Sonny Bill Williams as well? <laughs> well, he he came and proved everyone wrong. He was much better last week against um um against the uh, yeah, yeah whoever <laughs> we won't mention their name. Yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't be good against those? The commentators guys. didn't mention their name much either. Ah, oh, yeah, absolute salt. Um, but yeah, he was much better. He might command a few more minutes there. So Angus might see uh yeah tough to to break open a lot of minutes there. For the Sharks, no changes for them after scraping home against the might of the Warriors. So big Toby Rudolph with the match winner. Um, he's been named at lock again for the first time in probably ever. He wasn't shifted to the bench pre-game. So um, hopefully any owners who've still held on to him and need him in their front row rotation this week will see more of the same. Uh, one guy that caught my eye, CSC Vitalikai, he was pretty good last week as well. Um, again, he, he absolutely... Uh, destroyed Pedahiku, one of the one of the biggest shots oh. you will see all year. And Put him into next week. The look over the shoulder and smirk as he was running away from Hiku was priceless. Oh, it. you'd know. Loved it. As soon as you've hit him, as soon as you've hit him, you'd know. But he's named at the second row again. You'd uh, want to be backing him in here as well, up against the Roosters. You know, top tier competition side you'd want to back him in to show his worth so uh yeah interesting times for any talakai owners there boom and a bus for you uh my boom this week is sorry i keep changing off but dan tupo he had a huge game last week uh against us which was not hard to do most of the team did but he's going to be over on that left wing um just jumping against 
Katoa, I believe, um, who just doesn't quite have that same athleticism. So I can't. I can see them bombing out wide and Tupu just having a field day. Standard bust. Yeah. Uh, bust. I've gone with SJ. Um, there was a period last week after halftime. SJ went into halftime in about 38, and in about I think I tweeted at about the 63rd minute or something like that. He was on 39 points. He just did nothing for 25 minutes. Then ended up directly after the tweet. I've obviously got into his ear. He, he set up a try or made a line break yes. or something like that. Standard. So yeah, that's exactly right. But um, this is a tougher side than the Warriors one he just played. So I. If he's going to have that sort of performance against the boys last week, I can see it being a very long afternoon for SJ owners this week. Yeah. Interesting play there. I, again, wouldn't be rushing him back in, but I guess you just never know. Sharks might be buoyed a little bit by that that win last week. Roosters resting Teddy as well might also uh, fire them up a bit. Um, so, yeah, you, you just never know with SJ, but again, wouldn't be um, rushing him back into the side, so don't mind that shout. Uh, for mine, BMOZ, so he yeah had to stand back and watch D Tupo score all the tries last week. Got a few line breaks late of his own, thankfully, as a, as a new owner. But this week, I reckon they might just shift down his edge. So uh, it was Tupo's turn last week, BMOZ's turn this week. That's my expert analysis. And Angus will be my, my bust, so easy one there, I'd hope. He's on the bench, so surely doesn't go large. But um, as you said, you just never know. He can be a bit crazy when he gets on that Thank Cue that late change into the starting side now that you've named him. No doubt, mate. That what That is what always happens for these busts. But uh, anyway, we're not telling him, so who cares? Uh, Raiders and Warriors, Sunday, 2 p.m., GIO Stadium in Canberra. Uh, for the Raiders, Havili's name to start. Tom Starling, who's been quite good, is benched. Uh, who knows what they'll do on game day, though. Fair bit of uh, chopping and changing. And for the Warriors, JTB is suspended. George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro, who's back at the Eels. Yeah, on the, both, uh, the boys, bench. both the boys hmm. got their loan time expired, so they're back with the Eels. Yeah, Hayes Perham starts on the wing. Adam Kieran in the centres, Lockie Burr at prop and Ellie Katoa. And Tom Ale Ale, however you want to say it, joins the bench. So speaking of AE Nightmares, firstly, Ellie Katoa, uh, named on the bench if anyone's still got him. And Tom Ale, who was a, yeah, uh, I think he's a dual cheapie. Um, but yeah, he's, he's not going to be ideal in that jersey number 17 for anyone that might have him uh, hoping to nuff him out. But um, yeah, not ideal there. Boom and a bust, mate. Uh, the Warriors, obviously, the season's done now. So you've got a few. You've got Adam Kieran in the centres there, a few props out there. Um, Perham on the wing. Is this a game you see the Raiders toweling up in? You'd like to think so. Again, they're still pushing, trying to secure that top four spot. I think they're just one spot behind the Roosters now after getting beaten a couple of weeks back. But So they'll want to come out and still try try and put something into them. But in saying that, they love to give up points to fullbacks this year, and I'm backing RTS to go in big against them. I think he did last week as well, and RTS, he set up a try late as well and in the second half, and he, he was him pretty a, good out there. I had him as a bust last week. And I, oh, did you? I know you talked about him. I there did. you go. So I had him down for only a 60-ish game after he had a three-round average of 97 or something like that. I said he was going to return to earth a little bit. He did that, but now I'm going to back him in to have another huge one. Oh, you'll claim that as a, a down week, will you? I'm going to, yeah. <laughs> Take the win and we can get him. And your bust? Uh, Joe Tapani, I reckon. He's just going to prove that he's shit. <laughs> Love it. 
<laughs> oh, it's that time of year, mate. Who even cares? Yeah. Mate, for me, Jazz Tavanga. So I've talked about him being a guy that's going to outscore Tohu Harris, who I own for the last uh, month or so. And over the last couple of weeks, Tohu has gone to town while Jazz has seen some time on the bench and in the bin. So, yeah, it's it's his week to turn it around this week, I reckon, Jazz, with the season out of uh, well, they're not going to make the finals, so I reckon it might just be offload City for him. So I reckon in an Arvo game against the Raiders, he's just going to run it up, brush away, throw an offload, bank, what is that, eight points, and uh, move right along. So I reckon Jazz will be PPM of about 1.7 this week. That's a huge call. It, and my bust every other week, it's going to be Jack Whiten because, uh, yeah, Wenon is paying me in Eight, stakes that uh, he's owed me for about yeah. three years. Yep. He just you, wants him to go large. You'll get a steak one day, mate, and it will be the best thing you've ever eaten. Lad, I've been absolutely killing it for white owners because he's been my flop for about three weeks now and it's just somehow found a way. So, uh, when and you absolutely do a pay-up or two. Knights and Dragons, mate, saving the best for last here, aren't we? Sunday, 4 p.m. Um, talk me through some of the changes here. Well, the big one is my boy, he's back, Ponga joined the team. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we were rubbish without him. There was just no attack, apparently no defense either, so it's good to see him back. Kurt Mann is out. Told you he was going to be a bust this year, mate. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, Lakey. He's come through. We knew it. It was round 19 that we were aiming for. That's it. I, I just knew he was going to bust eventually. It's <laughs> right in prelim round, so absolutely. He did last week as well, though. He, he also got a spell with Randall coming on, and he got, like, what, 30, 40? Yeah, so he's rubbish. Um, but, yeah, he's copped a, a one-week break, um, and 5'8", Mason Lino has been dropped. That's a bit of a shocker, actually. Tex Hoy was really good last week at fullback, um, but he's done that this year and then been moved on um, once Ponga comes back. But this week, put him into 5'8", to partner um, Mitchie Pierce. Chris Randall's at dummy half. Phoenix Crossland joins the interchange. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a shuffle around with the key positions. So it's exactly what you want two weeks out from finals, get those mm. that chemistry going. Uh, Heimel Hunt's back in, Shibasaki's out, and um, Mitch Barnett comes in with Jake Safiti dropping to the bench. So the Knights, I guess, getting their strongest team back on the park just in time. Um, not much happening at the drag against Tariq Sims is back in. Billy Ritten drops out, and Max, I want to say Fi guy is doing Figo. 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 Yeah. Same Figo's cousin. There you go. Max. Um, so, yeah, he's debuting. Um, Fuimano finally bites it out of the team. Oh, yeah. Everything's happening in this game here. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds so deflated, mate. A um, couple of questions for you. Uh, Dan Saifidi, is he back and is he a buyer this week with all the players out? I don't know if he's a buy only because the amount of trades that everyone has left. So I think there's more pressing issues. But came what named on the bench last week, promoted to the starting side and knocked out a 72 in a well-beaten team. The, the guy's just, for me, and I know I'm biased and, you know, red and blue glasses and all that stuff, but he's the most improved player in the comp this year. He's been outstanding. I like it. Uh, Mitch Barnett, sternum issue, playing through the pain, obviously. is he? What's he looking at minutes-wise, and is he a play this week if you've owned it? I think he is. Um, he wanted to play last week, but they obviously just rested him. And we weren't going to win that game. 
may as well just sit the boys. So I don't think they would, with the finals coming in, they won't be risking him if he's not right. So I think he's he'll be solid. He's not going to be a captain option for me this week, but I, I can see another 60 score, 65. Well, mate, that brings us to the end. Oh, actually, sorry. Again, going off script here. Boom and a bust for this mm-hmm. game. Do we even care? Who are you going? Ponga. He's back in. Yep. Sure. And uh, on the flip side, I think he outdoes Dufty as a bust. Yeah, nice. Uh, Zach Lomax, because everyone's not playing him, he's going to be a boom. And Mitch Barnett, because I own him and I'm not playing him and I do everything right. So uh, Mitch Barnett's going to hit 40 and definitely not score three tries and make me look dumb as he always does. So, yeah. Mate, second last pod, we are just absolutely on uh, the, uh, yeah, road to professionalism here. We're going to be back bigger and better than ever in season 2021, I'm sure. But uh, any last... Last words before we come into next week's pod. It's the last hurrah. I'm sure we'll have a few little fat lambs under our belt, but anything in round 19 that you're looking forward to? Any famous last words? Mate, I just wanted to – we probably should have spoke about this earlier, but it's women in league round in real world, and you should just go give your significant others, your partners, wives, girlfriends, whatever, give them a big cuddle and a kiss because – they obviously give us a lot of rope to do this game that we love. <laughs> I say it takes up a big chunk of my week and my wife's okay with it. So thank the ladies behind um, our successes. Oh, absolutely, mate. You absolute romantic at heart. I reckon your wife's just knocked on the door there. And said, She's, Sorry. She's giving me the wind up. <laughs> no, but absolutely true. All the... Uh, the- Ladies that play super coach as well that may listen to the podcast. Anyone that watches league, plays league, does anything to do with league. Thank you very much for everything that you do. All the, uh, yeah, as you said, the, the wives and the girlfriends that give us so much leeway to do what we love here and watch eight games of league. Um, hopefully get through that again this week. But no, mate, it's been great. As we said, one more round after this to go. So we're into the home straight here. Anything could happen. Hopefully you're still in the head-to-head finals or overall glory chasing. But thank you, Lakey. It's been a pleasure so far this year. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Always. Looking forward to it. In a testament to how good this podcast has been, I even played the closeout song wrong. So let's just rewind. Do it all again. See you, Lakey. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.